in our series of healing. And that song fits right into the message. And it's amazing how God does that. I just stand in amaze of how God gives confirmation and sets the atmosphere. We are working out of Isaiah 61, 1 through 4. Still work with healing. God came and just to start speaking with me. I don't know when we're going to get done with healing. I guess when we get healed. But we're going to follow the spirit of the Lord. Would you stand as we read Isaiah 61, 1 through 4? Not going to get done with where I want to go. I'm really setting the introduction. But you will see how it ties into the songs this morning. And on the screen coming out of the Amplified Classic, it reads as, as this, the spirit, of the, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me and qualified me. And I want you to know that if you're born again, you are anointed. You are qualified. The anointing already abides within you. He has qualified me to preach the gospel of good tiding to the meek the poor, the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up and heal the brokenhearted, yeah, yeah, yeah. to proclaim liberty, to, to set free the, the physical and spiritual captives, that the opening of the prison of the mind, of the emotion, and of the eyes of those who are bound, he came to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the year of his favor. Say, I got favor. And the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all those who mourn, to grant consolation and joy to those who mourn in Zion. Oh, hallelujah. To give them an ornament, a garland, a diadem of beauty instead of ashes. Say, I got a crown. The oil of joy instead of mourning. A garment, something you wear, you put on, of expressive praise. Say, I got my own praise to give. Instead of heaviness and burden and a fallen spirit and where I want to tap in today, that they may be called the oaks of righteousness, lofty, strong, magnificent, distinguished, uprightness, justice, right standing with God. We are the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified and they shall rebuild the ancient ruins they shall rise up the former desolation they shall renew the ruined cities and the devastation of many generations the idea I want to preach today I'm just going to tap into the front part of it claim your territory turn to your neighbor and say claim your territory claim your territory. Father, even now, Father, I pray that you would re remind me 
what you share with me. Allow me to articulate and make clear what you want to say to us, your people. Give us listening ears, open eyes, and an open heart. Father, even now, Lord, even now, speak it in the way you want it to be spoken. Move Tracy out the way. So saturate us with your spirit that there's a shift in the atmosphere. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I am convinced that um, we who are the church, not in church, but we that are the church, which means those of us that are born again, that the spirit of the Lord abides in us, has given up territory to the devil that he don't own. I believe that part of the problem in the world and in our families is that we have not stood up and exercised the, the sphere of influence we've been given. In fact, we, we have allowed the devil to use us in, for his good <laughs> instead of God for his good. I mean, I, I remember the story of, of Gandhi who was... Uh, he was a Hindu. He would read the Bible, the New Testament, and he said, I love your Jesus, but then he would socialize with Christians and say, but I don't like you Christians. And what he was saying is the Jesus I see in the Bible, oh, he's powerful. Oh, he's glorious. Oh, he's awesome. But, but when I mingle with those that are called his, I don't see him in you. Oh, not good, not good. My, my, my question is, is this, is that when we leave from here after two hours of worship and we are out, I mean, some of us are going to go to restaurants. Some of us are going to go other places. Are we representing the kingdom there? Does, does our Christianity transfer to how we treat people we come in contact? Would they want to come to church with you next Sunday? Because the truth of the matter is, is, that, is that, that God has given us power of influence. And many times we stay in our we stay in our brokenness. That folks don't meet Jesus, they meet us. And can I be honest with you? Many of us being us don't nobody want to meet. Oh, I'm talking about myself too. I know how I used to be. And I know that, that unless I allow the spirit of God to flow, let me, let me, let me help you this time. It's impossible to be a Christian in your own strength. You cannot do this. This is not human effort. And matter of fact, 
the less of us, the more of Jesus. But we have somehow thought we can do this with human effort. And God, can I, can I, can I be honest with you? God don't need us to be him. He wants to be himself in you and through you. The Gospel of John chapter 14 actually says that he said, if you believe on me, he said, God, my Father, myself, meaning also the Holy Spirit, will come and make our bow, our home in you. Hold up. Shut up. You mean to tell me that if you are a Christian, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, lives in us? My question is, what is it we can't go through? What is it we can't overcome? Well, why are we talking so negative? Well, why are we allowing worthy things to so affect us when the whole Godhead abides within you? Did you know you got power? Hallelujah! We are some powerful people and don't know it. If we don't know who we are, how can they see Jesus? If we act just like them, worse than them, why would they want what you got? This is territory, y'all. Can, can, can I help explain this? Can, can I go deep? They're, they're in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 5, is a story. You won't like this story, but there's a story that I think we need to look at. It is the man who is the, 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 the he's demon-possessed. He, Jesus, has gotten off the boat. And it says in our story, it says that, 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 that here he is, been tied up with chains. Listen, let me explain. There are three levels in the spiritual world of, of, of demon influence. One is influence. All of us deal with that. The flesh is another word for our thinking and our emotions. Satan can't deal with your spirit, but he'll make you feel a sort of way. He'll, he'll, make, he'll, he'll mess with the stuff around you to get you mad, and now that, that they done did something, now they got to deal with you. <coughs> Oh, it's going to be tough this morning. Listen, listen, listen. He'll get your thinking, though you, though you know to do right, you're thinking wrong. Can I be honest with you? Don't nobody has to tell us when we're wrong. If you, if you got the Spirit of God in you, you know you're wrong and choose to be wrong and either get and be, even be delightful in your wrong. Yeah. I got to step down here for this. I'm going to put my whole foot in this. We can know we wrong. Yeah. 
and grin about being wrong. Christians. Why? Because many of us have not learned to walk in the spirit. We know how to do church, but we haven't given the Holy Spirit control. So therefore, we are, we are pushed by the winds and flow of what happens around. Listen, Satan, you know he don't need your car. No, he don't. But he will mess with your car if it's going to get you out of sorts. Yes, that work on the job is picking on you because Satan knows that if he get them acting up around you, you're going to act worse. What is he tapping? And what he's trying to do is tap your emotion. Tap your attitude. And then after you blow up, and she says she's a Christian. And he goes to that church down there on Ravina. scared Sunday after church because we flood the restaurants and we run the waitress and, and, and waiters like they are slaves. Just, just curl up your toes. It's going to be real good. Just curl up your toes. Hold on. We got our hat still on. Got our suit still on. We look like we came from church. <laughs> Sometimes we even got the badge what church we go to. <laughs> oh, shut your mouth. And we talk about how good church is. And let the waiter and waitress do one thing wrong. I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about. When is Sunday morning worship going to translate how we treat people outside of? When, when are we, when are we going to show love instead of getting all in our feelings? When are we going to recognize we are a witness everywhere we go and that we need help so, so there's some surrendering. There's some surrendering we got to do because it's easy to get up in us. Drake is right. We all up in our feelings. And, and the thing about it is, as Christians, feelings, when you walk in feelings and in our own thinking, what happens is not representing God most of the time. Some of us, and somebody look at us backwards. We ready to fight. When is God, what are we going to allow God to say? It's not about you. It's about him. We will fight quicker for our own rights than we fight for Jesus' rights. Wait a minute, we've been bought with a price. He died for us. He, we're his. And if God wants you to sit there and take it, sit there and take it. Because God got a bigger plan in mind. Listen, I'm telling you, this is not by human strength. 
This is by surrendering. Hear this man, Jesus, get off the boat. And this man is, they call him the, 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 I can't say it, forget it. He's demon possessed. There's three levels of influences. God has set a guard over every human being, which means it's hard to be demon possessed, even for non-believers. Possession means it has taken over. That does not happen easily. God has guarded every human being. You are easy. There's some deep mental. There's a crack there. Or else you've been playing around with the occult. There's something where there's a breakage. There's a breakage in, in family. There's a breakage in this person. This doesn't happen often. It happens when you go in third world countries and they're dealing with voodoo, they're dealing with other things. Okay, they tap into it and say no always come to take over. Now, all of us deal with influence. And if you're not careful, there's oppression. Oppression is when he keeps on talking and you hear Satan's voice more than you hear in God's voice. And, that, and, then that, and that's when you don't know how to do battle. That's when you don't know how to fight back. And you've been listening and doing it. So now the more you listen, the more you hear. It's thinking. This is the battle of the mind. That's why the Bible says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Listen, you can have a born-again spirit, but a messed up mind. And you can't walk in the power of the spirit if your thinking is still messed up. There has to be an agreement between what you think and who you are. Faith comes because I read what he says. And I read it until faith kicks in. Now the spirit in me says, let's go to work because he believes. But if we, how can I say this? On Sunday morning, we all talk church talk. But how you talk on Monday night? Most of us don't talk faith. Uh, let's, let's record your conversation all week long. And let's see if you talk in a word or you talk in negative. How you expect to have power when what comes out of your mouth don't have faith in it? If you're talking negative, you're going to get negative. And you can't have faith because you ain't talking faith. You get what you talk. And you talk what you think. You get what you talk. And you talk what you think. What's so amazing about this is that, go back, go, go, go down, is that, Jesus doesn't come to him when Jesus gets off the boat. This man is, listen, he's, he's, he's in a dead place. He's living in a cemetery. Listen, when, when the worst place to be is when you have excluded everybody else. Some of us is in a place that, that you know, we got rooms. 
If you are in a room that you don't allow nobody in, you messed up. See, because a lot of times what Satan would do is don't show you because nobody will love you. So everything we show is an outward show, but nobody knows us. This man is in a tomb with dead things. When you're around dead things, life don't come in. And you're thinking, is it dead thinking? With dead emotions? And, 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 they, and you haven't opened it up to share with anybody. Say, I'm struggling. Listen, an alcoholic, until they confess they are alcoholic, can never get healed. Whatever you haven't exposed to light will remain in darkness. It takes courage to be for real. It takes courage to get real with God. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because we want to come presenting, well, I did this, and I did this, and God said, I don't need that. Yeah. I want your heart. Yeah. Well, I don't trust you with my heart. Yeah. Listen, you are saved by grace. Yeah. Works have nothing to do with it. You can't be good enough. You can't work. God just said, I love you. I choose you, I save you, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's shouting. That's something to shout about. Lord, you mean it's not because I didn't know. I chose you before the foundation of the world. I chose you. That ought to make you love him even more. Listen, watch this. Watch this. He saw Jesus from a distance, and he ran. Hold on. Uh -huh. Jesus didn't call him. Now watch this. The demon is in control, but the man ran to Jesus. Hold on, think with me. The demon wouldn't run to Jesus because he don't like Jesus. You know what this tells me? That if you really want to get to Jesus, all the hell can't keep you from Jesus. Can't nothing stop you from getting to Jesus. If you really done made up your mind, I'm going to get to Jesus. I don't care what's in your way. God will make sure that you're going to get to him. When you seek for him with all of your heart, he'll show up right there for you. Which means that the only thing that is keeping us from him is ourselves. He ran. The demon was saying, no, 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 no. And the man said, he's the one I need. Did you know you need Jesus? You better run to him. You better make it. Listen, why are we trying to find answers every place else when Jesus is the answer? All the hell couldn't keep him. But he had gotten to the place, I'm sick. And tired of being sick and tired. Listen, they try to bind him up, and he's breaking everything. What's this? It says he's cutting himself. This song, this is my exodus. Donald Lawrence, Lawrence wrote it specifically for her because when her brother died, she went back to drinking. 
And then the text says, it says, and that song it says, I'm doing this to myself. I'm hurting myself. You know, you know, hurting people not only hurt others, they hurt them. So he's in a dead place doing dead things. He's, he's destroying himself because the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Can't nobody help him. There's no answer, but Jesus shows up. <laughs> you know what? I'm so glad he will show up right where you are. I'm so glad that he'll come right in the room. I'm so glad he'll get right in your mess. I'm so glad that Jesus will show up. And watch this. The man runs and he worships. You know why you better be a worshiper? Worship opens up your heart to God. Some of us, if we would just open up our, if we just quit being cute. Some people, your cuteness is killing you. You don't know it, but your cuteness, worried about what others, you know I found out. When you don't gossip, you don't even know people talking about you. You know who worried about gossip more than anybody? Gossipers. They talking about me. Hey, everybody talking about me. Why is everybody talking about me? The reason why you think everybody talking about you because you talking about everybody. So because you talking to everybody, then you think they, people talking about you because you know when you get with your clique, y'all talking about everybody. So when you're not with your clique, somebody talking about me. Are you talking about me? Because The very thing you don't destroy will destroy you. The very addiction, the very whatever it is that you don't put under the blood will eventually run you crazy. That's how it works. That's how these principles work. It's just the way it is. So watch it. He worships. You know what's so strange about this? The man don't talk. The demon does. The man is so bound. But in Jesus' presence, even the demons start confessing. Listen, the devil is not in war with God. He's already defeated. He ain't fighting God. He's fighting us. It's no war with God. He has nothing common with God. Look at this. He shouted at the top of his lungs. What do you want with us, Jesus? So listen, the demon know who he is. It's we who don't know who he is. <laughs> he said, he said, Moha, he said, swear to God. That's what he's talking about. He's afraid of his future that he knows is coming. He says, is it time for the torture? Don't send me to hell now. Don't send me to the lake of fire now. Listen, he already knows he's defeated. Listen, the devil is just trying to create as much havoc as he can 
Well, he still got time. <laughs> Look what he's saying. Oh, don't, don't, don't send me there. Next verse. For Jesus had said to him, come out of this man, you evil spirit. Next verse. Then Jesus asked him, what's your name? Jesus already knew. Legion, legions are somewhere like three to 6,000 demons. For we are many. They, 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 they just want to abide just to bring havoc. Next verse. And he begs, listen, he begs. He begs. And this is where I want to go. Again and again, not to send them out of the area or territory. Huh? Not out of the man. But out of the territory that the man lived in. What he's saying is, that this demon said, we have influence here. We got these people all wrapped up in fear. Jesus, this is my domain. I don't even care if you send me out the man. Just leave me If it works that way on their end, it works that way on our end. We should be people that is claiming territory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There should be a sphere of influence that you have that when you walk in, you shift the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In school for the kids, on our job. Listen, you don't let your job infest you. You ought to be infesting your job. See, but because we don't know that, that the Holy Spirit, God the Father, God is on a bar in us, we let the world get in instead of us representing you are an ambassador. You are, you are the kingdom of God. You are his representative. You are a high priest, which means that you got power and influence with God. Your prayer gets through. Hallelujah. We are more interested about our fleshly reputation than we are about representing God correctly. I mean, I'm not going to finish it, but this, this is where we're going to tap in next time I come back and preach, is, that, is that, 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 that this is a territory, and if we were really allowing the Holy Spirit to flow through us like rivers of living water, there's a, God will put you in the toughest of areas so that you can establish yourself. Did you hear me? See, what we do, we cry because we want it to be full of Christians. Well, if it's full of Christians, then you don't need to do no work, do you? 
be comfortable. We, we don't want no battles. We, 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 matter of fact, we fit in with everybody else that they can't tell us from nobody else. We talk like them. We cuss like them. We got a nasty attitude like them. If you're not careful, your attitude is worse. You're the gay. Listen, it's, it's bad when Christians are teaching sinners how to be better sinners. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Because some of us, God had to reach way down to get us. So we walk in a place, it's like, oh, they don't know how to cuss, but let one of them mess with me. Watch me show. Why? Because we haven't let go of our farmer image and identity. And then we cross over and bring it into Christianity and we say it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, right. This man is being sold out and all he did was get before Jesus. Notice what the man of the, notice what the demon didn't say. He don't say, let me stay in the man. You know why? He knew that was over. Did you, did you see that? Do you see that? He don't ask about the man. He knew that was over. He knew that this man made his way to Jesus. He knew that this man started worshiping. He was done. He knew he had to get out of town. You see what I'm talking about? This man did everything he needed to do, and he knew that this man, adios, see you later. It was nice knowing you. Can't mess with him no more. This man made a move, and he made the right move, and it broke this demon's, these demons' power over this man. And now what they're saying is, but Jesus, let us stay in the territory. Listen to Jabez. I don't know how Jabez caught this. He just got through with war. He's settling home. And then Jabez, second chronicle, I think it is, he says this. He says, he says, Lord, increase my territory. Did you know that every family of, of Israel got territory? <laughs> territory was issued to them, and they had to fight for it. But it was their territory. Listen, even today, Israel is trying to be, Muslims are trying to push Israel out of their territory. <laughs> That's influence. That's power. We are in a battle of territory. Territory over our children. Territory over our grandchildren. Territory where we work. Territory over the influence of people we know. You know what's funny? Just one example. And I didn't know I was going to do this. Uh, I told y'all before. I used to go do this busking sometimes. Not buskins, but, but that coffee shop. 
Starbucks. Thank you. <laughs> You'll see why Buskins came in. The manager there, young girl in college, don't know why she used to do this, but every time I come, she would hear my voice and knew my voice. Most people know my voice. <laughs> I, I, I try to disguise it sometimes. It doesn't work. And she would say, he don't pass. He don't pass. And one time she said, this is what she said. She said, it's something about your voice. You know, and it, it got to the place I got, I felt guilty. I said, since she's blessing me, I got to bless them. Listen, when someone bless you, so I would go, like, like once a month, I would go to Buskins, buy two dozens of donuts and danishes, and I would put it through the window, and I would bless them. And, and guess, what, guess what happened? When I went there, they all be hanging out the window. <laughs> All of them on the inside. Is that him? <laughs> and they started questioning me about who I was, what did I do, what church I went to. Matter of fact, they would stop working <laughs> to come to the window to see me. And I saw all the people at the counter say, who's that today? <laughs> Sunday morning came and got baptized. They was gang boys. I met in the streets, walking. They were still drugging. They were still saying, selling. They had major enterprises. But you know what? When I walked down the street with them, they would leave them boys, hug me in the middle of the street. Tattoo all over. But you know what? I could identify with them because I was in the streets. You know what? I loved them where they were. Yeah. 
I gave them unconditional love. They had my number. Call me anytime. Whatever it is. You know what? I don't see them no more. You know why I don't see them no more? They moved out of Madisonville. Got a job. Got families. And they're not doing what they used to do. Took about five years. But you know where it started is? Man, I understand. I was you. If he could do it for me, he could do it for you. Come here. Let me love on you. Let me hug you. Let, I want you to know that I believe in you. Who have you spoken to? Who have you believed in? You know, you got to be careful with a critical lip. Everybody been put down. Everybody been wounded. They don't need you to come in and criticize them too. No, you be different. You be a mouth of love, a mouth of liquor. You know, hold on, hold on. If they're already beat down, why do they need a Christian beat down? Because most of them got there because they've been beat down. Look what he did. And I think that if we do the same thing, there's going to be a shift in the atmosphere. Out of the crowd, he saw Jesus. There was 12 disciples, but somehow this man knew that Jesus was there. Listen, it was a, he said it was a great distance, which means that it wasn't easy to get to. You know, sometimes if God asks us to do something too hard, I'm tired. I don't feel like it. Many of us, we're missing our blessings because we're not willing to press through something. Anything that don't cost you nothing isn't worth much. But if you want to be blessed and highly favored, it's going to cost you. You got to press through some stuff. You got to leave some folks alone. Don't ever be, listen, hold on, hold on. I said, matter of fact, one gospel said there was two guys that was in the, in the tomb. But only one came forth. You got to leave some folks where they're at because they're not willing to get what you got. And if they're not willing to run after Jesus like you, I don't care if they're family, I don't care if they're cohorts, you got to go get your blessing. And they will bring a distance. And they will talk about you. There's something about that when God fills you with the Spirit, you just don't feel the same anymore. You're around the same people, but you just don't fit in. Listen, they know you don't fit. You know you don't fit. So what? Just don't fit. It's good. It's good. I fit with Jesus. I don't have to fit with you. I'd rather have favor than friends. Because with favor, I'm going to get some friends. I'd rather be rejected and have favor. Because when you got favor, he'll open up doors for you. He'll make a way for you. There's favor. I'd rather have favor than you like me. I don't care if you don't like me. I got favor. Oh. 
some things you got to let go of. As long as I got Jesus, everything's going to be all right. He's my exodus. He's my deliverer. He's my way maker. He's my joy. He's my peace. He's my everything. There's something about Jesus. Now, on the hill that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we have, I can imagine, according, according to the power revealed in you. Glory, glory, glory to God the Father in Christ Jesus. Glory to God the Father in the church. Glory to God the Father in you. Go get your territory. Go get your territory. Don't claim your territory. Don't get what is yours. Then after that, don't be satisfied. Then Lord, give me more. Satan is stealing from you far too long. Far too long. It's time to stand up and be what God has called you. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit abides in you, never leaves you, walks with you, talks with you, will strengthen you, will fight for you, will give you grace. We'll give you peace. We'll stir up joy. So why are you allowing the devil to do what he do? Get your territory. The power of God is on you, is in you, is upon you, is for you. Don't get your territory. It starts with Jesus. It starts with Jesus. Today, I got preachers that want to pray with you. They want to reclaim territory that we done gave over. If you want to come for prayer, if you want to come in agreement, if you want to come to get back what the, the devil stole from you, you are powerful. You have influence. You are called. You are anointed. You are positioned right where Jesus wants you. Today, we're telling Satan, let go. Chains are falling. Walls are falling. Today, come get your territory. If you're here today, Come on. Yeah. Mm -hmm.